I'm Henry Link. And I'm Jason Brego. And you're listening to Faithful Citizens. Faithful Citizens is a podcast created to help citizens of God's kingdom live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture. Well, hey, episode two. Episode two, we made it this far. Keep going. Right? That's right. Hey, by the way, that intro just makes me dance every time. So It really does. It, it's just a good intro. And man, hey, episode two. Man, I'm excited. I'm too. We, you know, we we look back. We had uh, over 25 downloads on the first episode. Thank so, you. Uh, Thank you. So you know, being no names in the middle of uh, rural Alabama, uh, that that's pretty exciting to us. I, I feel semi important. So <laughs> outside of my immediate family, like I feel really important. So I'm really happy. That's right. That's right. Well, hey. Uh, so last week, uh, this is Jason. I had uh, introduced my family, and I would love for Henry to introduce his family. Yeah, because I got in trouble for calling, po- pointing out to you to to introduce your family, and then I ended that's, up. That's not what's doing so it. great about our wives. They point out everything. <laughs> Uh, well, again, my name is Henry Link. I serve as teaching pastor at Smoke Rise Baptist Church. Uh, but more importantly, I am married to an amazing woman, Kayla. I've uh, been married for coming up on 15 years next month. And um, you know, I tell her, give me another year, baby. Just just, just one more year. Keep going. You're that's like a good, fine wine. You age. Age, <laughs> age as we get older. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but we've got two kids. Uh, Carrington is our daughter, uh, 12 years old, and our son is Hudson, uh, at seven years old. And we got two dogs, and reluctantly, we just got a cat. That's so, awful. I feel sorry for you. Uh, yeah, well, it stays down in the basement right now. Well, that's good. Just leave it down there. <laughs> Just feed it in water and leave it down there and be all right. That's all I need, right? Well, hey, uh, last week was our first week, and uh, why don't you kind of recap us? Okay. Uh, you know, we starting out for any of our listeners that this may be the first episode you're catching. Uh, we're in the second episode of podcast called Faithful Citizens, and the whole purpose behind it is helping Christians live as faithful citizens of God's kingdom, because uh, in the culture that we live in today, in the society in which we're uh, involved in and we're interacting with, there's so much chaos, there's so much uncertainty, and there's so many different influences that want to tell us how to live, that want to influence the way that we approach life. And as Christians, we need to really be able to filter all that out, and we need to come back to the basics. Mm -hmm. We need to look what defines us as faithful citizens, because the Word of God says that we are now citizens of a greater kingdom. We're citizens of God's kingdom, of an eternal kingdom that has all been made available through the finished work of Jesus Christ. As Jesus came as the Son of God, died on the cross for our sins, and has invited us as aliens as rebels into citizenship and into his family. Yeah. And so what does that look like? Because we, we live for that day, but that day hasn't come yet. And yeah. so uh, until then, we've been given the charge to live faithfully following after him. So how we do that, and really that transitions us into 
today's episode as we as we seek to look that to to look and see what that looks like more and more we really need to start with where we find that definition what is the foundation and the source of our uh, of our citizenship of how we live this out because again today's society we don't they don't know where they don't know yeah. where to look and really ultimately they're coming back to you just de- you define truth yourself i i shared a a, a, a quote with you uh, something i found online that it said when the bible says do not lean on your own understanding the bible is being serious your heart is deceitfully your heart is deceitful your emotions fluctuate your understanding does not see the overall big picture god never lies god never changes god knows all so trust in him, and, and Jason. I mean that that's it. That's that that talks about where where we as a society are really leaning on, and where we really should be leaning on as Christians. Yeah, and I, I, to me, it really is. It kind of boils down to we don't have we have an identity issue. Mm. Um, we we have an identity crisis in in, in this world today because we allow. Either it's social media, whether it's videos, movies, uh, TV shows, we allow those things to define who we are. When all along God's saying, "This is who you are. You're mm-hmm. in my image. You were created in my image. You have value. You are valuable." And what this world is just feeding you lies. That where does it come from? Straight from the enemy. And well, and what you just said is God says. Yeah, God says. And so that to me points us to our foundation yeah is, is, is looking and seeing because the world uh i saw I've, I've heard people talk about uh i mean clothing lines are teaching a worldview yeah uh, hurdley shirt had a tag and it, on the tag it said believe in yourself yeah uh, and so uh the world is feeding you those lies so as faithful citizens if we're, if we desire to live as a faithful citizen of god's kingdom where do we turn to to find out what that looks like and yeah. we and we as Christians, we have to turn to the Bible. Yeah. We have to go back to Scripture as the foundational source. And that's because we don't believe this is just a book. Mm-hmm. We don't just believe we don't believe that it's a, a good book, it's a it, it it's a help or anything. We believe this to be God's God's spoken, written, infallible, yeah. uh, authoritative word on that. I, I remember a, uh, a working de- definition that I heard Vody Bauckham share mm. uh, that really heard this probably 15, well, 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, good memory. Uh, and it, well, and I, I wrote it down. Oh, okay. That's the only reason. <laughs> uh, but but Vody Bauckham, when asked the question, why do you believe the Bible? This is his working definition. It's a, he says that the Bible is a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. They report supernatural events that took place to fulfill specific prophecies and claim that their writings are divine rather than human in mm-hmm. origin. And, yeah. and, and if there was a working definition that could describe the Bible, that's it. Uh, because we believe it, it is reliable, uh, it is historical. Uh, that's the most interesting thing I find about Scripture is yeah. you're reading about places that you could go visit right now. Yeah, that, yeah. it's not. It, it's not just fables. It's not just made up places. 
they're doing archaeological digs. And the best part is, is they're doing so many of these digs are done to discredit the Bible. Yeah. And over, I, I think the number, last number I heard is over 20,000 archaeological digs, and every single one of them have lent credibility to the Bible mm. rather than discrediting Scripture. Yeah. And I had a, a former student of mine. He is in the uh, military, and he was uh, stationed in Greece just recently. And I was telling him, hey, man, like, you're you're in the place where the church and all that came to life. I mean, we know that it happened the day at Pentecost, but like Paul making those trips to Greece mm. and planting those churches. I said, man, you're 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 in the midst of it. I mean, soak that up. Like, mm-hmm. man, our faith and and the Bible was all written from around this place. That's you right. know, don't take don't ever discredit that. But you know, we say the. The Bible is our foundation and source, and that's something that we can't just halfway believe. That's got to be a full belief on our part, that mm. our faith is rooted in what we're reading, this this collection of, of letters and, and books that was written from, mm-hmm. that were divinely inspired. And, you know, you'll see some that'll say, well, this was co-authored, God mm-hmm. co-authored, no, God inspired man to write this. God breathed his words out through these men Using their own styles and their their ways of writing, but God inspired these men. Mm-hmm. So when we see the Bible being our foundation, it's something we fully believe. I came across this quote, and it's and this goes back to when I was in college at Liberty University, getting my uh, bachelor's. It's one of the books I was reading. It says, "To be faithful means to be accountable. Mm-hmm. If we place our faith into a Creator, then we are accountable to His standard." That's right. And I wonder for all of us, me included. How often do we think about that? Mm. How, I wonder if we place great assurance in that. We're able to rest in the assurance that God has got this, and I can stop carrying all this by myself. Mm. I ain't got to come up with the wisdom to get through this life. It's in the Bible. That's right. Uh, the, all the strength and knowledge I need is in the Bible. Like It's not just my foundation, but it should be where my life flows out of. Well, and and the reason, and, and that leads us to really, we have to understand what the Bible is because and how we're, because that affects how we view the Bible. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they think about that, they their view of the Bible is the Bible is a book to assist us, to help us, to give us some good advice, uh, help us know how to live right. They're not seeing the Bible as the Word of God, yeah. you know, and we believe in the divine, verbal, plenary inspiration of the Bible. Now, I know there's a lot of big words there, so what does that, yeah. what does that mean? Well, we believe, first off, that it's divine. It's breathed out by God. It yeah. is the not just words about God. It is the Word of God. Uh, that's where, you know, um, 2 Timothy chapter 3 says, all Scripture is God-breathed. It's inspired by Him. It is His Word. Uh, 2 Peter 1 says, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. Men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So it's divine. It's verbal. Uh, it's the very words of Scripture. Jesus said in Matthew mm-hmm. 5, uh, he says, Truly I say to you, until heaven and earth uh, passes away, not not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until it is accomplished, until it is fulfilled. Every word, all the words 
And then uh, plenary, ultimately, again, all Scripture, not parts. We don't get to say some Scripture inspired by God, because if we say that, then then really, who dis, who determines what part is and yeah. what part isn't? It's either all all from God or it's not all from God, and that's what that we we have to lay that foundation. And I uh, had a class at Liberty University. It was a Christian doctrine class, and um, the book we were reading was Praxis uh, Beyond Theory and uh, Liberty University Dean and Professor Dr. Gabriel Etzel, once again, sorry if I butchered that, and Pastor Dr. Ben Gutierrez. They said this, and I think this is this sums it up for me. It is important to remember that the Bible is not what you or I acknowledge it to be. Mm. Rather, the Word of God is the Word of God, period. Mm. Whether you like it, whether you or I like it or not, the Bible is the Word of God, and it is up to you and me to acknowledge this truth you know, the Bible doesn't need my opinion. The Bible speaks for itself. <laughs> right. And well, and I, I think the um, I, I go back to uh, as we seek to define this, we really want to go back to not just looking at our culture today because mm-hmm. we want to live faithfully for Jesus. So go back and and, re- and and search church history. Go back to the New Testament. Yeah, I come back to Acts chapter two with the foundation of the church. You know, it says after Peter preached his sermon at Pentecost, three thousand people give their lives to Jesus. They're fully committed. They're they're devoted to to follow mm-hmm. him. What does it say? It says, and they devoted themselves to what the apostles' teaching. Well, what was the apostle? What were the apostles teaching? Well, go go back and read the sermon that Peter preached. It was Old Testament prophets, prophecy, law. It was it was the the words that were, and it all culminated in the life of Jesus Christ. Yeah. The ultimately, the Word of God is the is the story of Jesus. So, Old Testament. Law, Old Testament prophecy, prophecy, Old Testament poetry, the wisdom books. Ultimately, it's all pointing to Jesus. Jesus was the fulfillment of that, mm-hmm. and the Word of God is the story of Jesus. It's yeah. the message of Christ. And so they were devoting themselves to the person of Jesus because they were hearing the words of Jesus mm-hmm. in that. And I think we uh, something we can take away from that early church, and man, we should be upon it to today. Is our marks of a faithful citizen is is if we hold to the correct doctrine, mm. not our doctrine. <laughs> and man, that we see that in the world today. We see a, a churches that it come up with their own doctrines, mm. you know, misinterpreting scripture or basing off. Well, I don't really feel like that's something God would have said, so I'm going to kind of change that for myself. Even though the Bible will make say that it's like well that's a different god right. you know god's changed his views on that and the the early church they they said this is the word of god and we're going to believe it well and the again uh, one of probably one of the one of the most beneficial classes i took in seminary was historical theology mm-hmm. and so it, it what they did is they reviewed christianity over the course of history from early early church up to modern times, and really, this this debate and this this battle within the church is not anything new yeah. to Christianity today. Uh, they they were they they debated is w- what books go in there, you know what mm-hmm. what is inspired, and and the the Old Testament honestly was accepted because yeah. it, it had been established centuries before. But then you got you got into that New Testament, and so what we need to understand is we believe all sixty six books 
is inspired by God. Yeah. And Peter affirmed that. You know, we say uh, we say that well, the the New Testament church they just had Old Testament, uh, they just had the Old Testament scriptures, and they were they they just had that and the stories of Jesus. But you go back and read Second Peter, and you read where Peter is talking about uh, how they received a teaching from Paul, and he and I love what he says because he says, you know, even some of Paul's writings are hard to understand. So yeah. gives me encouragement that if the Apostle <laughs> Peter, yeah. uh, you know, the one of the the key spokesman for the church, uh, says Peter's a little bit, uh, Paul's a little bit difficult to understand, then then it's okay if I don't fully understand yeah, it, right? I, I feel like I, I connect to him, Peter. I, on I, that. We connect right, on, right? But what does he say? He says, it's difficult to understand, and people are twisting Paul's words mm-hmm. just as they did the other scriptures. And yeah. right there in that statement, Peter is putting those letters from Paul and John and James and even himself in on equal playing field as the Old Testament scriptures, saying these are... And why? Because they're given by the Spirit. It's not a man-made book. It's and so when you when you get in there with uh, the movement, the big movement right now, progressive Christianity. Which I don't know why they talk. I, I struggle saying progressive Christianity because it's it's not Christianity. Yeah. Um. It, it's changing. It's distorting that. Uh, they really want to change the foundation. Is they want to change the Word of God. Yeah. And we came across that graphic that it was circ- it circulated. I saw it. Per, you know, on a yeah. couple different pages where they a church in the South yeah. in the Bible Belt said it made this statement that they said the Bible isn't the Word of God. It isn't self-interpreting. It isn't a science book, an answer rule book. It isn't inerrant and infallible. They say it's a product of community, a library of text, a human response to God. And that one right there just yeah. it, it makes me cringe yeah. uh, because if it's a human response, then whose response is right? Because we all we respond different yeah. in that. So yeah, and. I love to that graphic. It, you know, it doesn't say the Holy Bible is; it just says the Bible. Right. You know, and this progressive Christianity, we we look at it, and a lot of people are saying, ah, oh, you know, it'll it'll die off. You know, it'll it'll go away. What we don't really understand is that this progressive Christianity theology, if you want to call it that, is not just misleading people now; it's misleading people for eternity, mm-hmm. and that's wow. serious, yeah. and that's a big deal, and. Man, you know, we, we need to research it, get our, get what's being said, and we need to just go back to the Bible and say, well, they said this, where's the Bible say it? If right. the Bible says, hey, this is truth, it doesn't matter what I think. It's, right. The Bible's the truth. That's got to be our foundation. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'd say if, there, if there's something the church today has done to kind of shoot itself in the foot is we allow our traditions, we allow our, our interpretations, we allow what we want it to say to influence even more than what it ultimately says. Yeah. And we've got to go back and say, what does Scripture say? We we would teach, I've taught before, on how to read the Bible, uh, and there's so many good resources out there that you can, that you yeah. can pick up on this. But uh, I always challenge people, understand, one, the Bible is a book written to an actual audience. Because one of the yeah. first things we do is we say, the Bible's written to us. No, it actually wasn't written to us. It was written to a to an audience in the first century or even in the, you know, uh, before Christ in, in, in B.C. with the mm-hmm. Old Testament, uh, with the people of Israel. It was written to them in a specific situation. It's written for us. Yeah. We, 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 we read that and we see who God is 
in that interaction, but it wasn't written to us. And so we yeah. got to understand that and see what are the principles that God is teaching them that we can also learn and seek to apply that in in our lives. Uh, just uh, we want to be mindful of time, Jason. How so? How does a faithful citizen make this their foundation? What are some way? What some encouragement? What what would you say? Uh, how do we turn to this rather than making it the last source that mm-hmm. we look to? How do we make this the first source? Don't be discouraged if you don't understand it at first. Mm, That's good. Don't be discouraged. Um, Because I can promise you, there's been times in my my, my quiet times, my studying times, I'm like, I I don't get this. Keep at it. Keep studying. Keep researching. You know, keep keep going after God's Word. Have a hunger for it. Don't, Mm -hmm. Don't get exhausted over it, but have a hunger for it. And keep learning, man, because... The Bible. I heard this quote one time. The Bible is so easy for a child to understand it, yet it's so deep you'll never find its bottom. And it's and that's so true that we're gonna. You can continue to study the Bible, you and you're gonna learn. Read so it. Much. Read it over and yeah. over. I, I can't tell you how many times I've read a book of the Bible, and it may be the not not all of it by yeah. any means, but but some of the maybe the 20th time I've read it, yeah. and I'm still learning new things. Yeah. God, God, the Spirit of God. And I would say prayer plays a big part in that. Yeah. When you don't understand, pray, because we believe this was given by the Spirit, so we have the Spirit to help us uh, in that. And reach out reach out to your church. Reach out to your pastor. Um, reach out to small group leaders. Find, you know, talk. Don't just sit at home and try to figure this out. Growing community, growing community, yeah, right. absolutely. That's a huge one, and that, that and that is a big thing. But no matter what, let the word of God be the foundation. Yeah, I think a Psalm night, Psalm one nineteen. You know, read that and see what the psalmist said about the word of God. He says it's a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. He says it's sweeter than honey, or uh, if you don't like honey, uh, it may be something else, uh, such as sausage gravy. Uh, (laughs) You know, I couldn't go past that. I appreciate that. No problem. Um, But I I go back to I go back to Psalm one nineteen verses nine through eleven, where the psalmist says. How do we keep a? How, how does a young man keep his, uh, his way pure by keeping it according to your word? Yeah. Keeping it according to the word, and str- if you're struggling with sin, if you're struggling with what to believe, you're struggling in in this society, mm-hmm. and you're wondering how do I be faithful? Keep it according to God's word. Yeah. Put uh, put God's word to the test. Yeah. Test it. Yeah. Ask God. God, did you really mean this? I, I'm going to follow you. Be committed to. Trust and listen to it, uh, Jason. You've asked before. Um, you, we when, when we were talking, you said that uh, you know, what what where do you, where would you point someone in the Bible to start? Maybe you got someone that's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a, a, a new believer. Where do you turn point them to? Um, for me, I always point them to the Gospels. Uh, that's the first place I always want to point somebody. And um, and. You know, I always hear people say, "Well, you know, go to John. Go, you know, go here." I always say, "Go to John," but really, go to any gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, any gospel is going to point you straight to Jesus and what Jesus yeah. did. But the Gospel of John is a great one. Um, well, he says, "In the beginning was the Word, word yeah. and and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." So it ties in that it's not just a book. This is a message of a person yeah. in that. And um, and I would say, you know, if you really want to do an in depth study and just really want to take your time going through a book, read Romans. Mm. Uh, most of our Christian doctrine comes from that book, right? And uh, so, sit in that for a while. Just read it, mm-hmm. verse by verse. Get you a good commentary. Um, get get some 
talk to your pastor. Talk to what's well, some good resources for me out there. That's um, right. And uh, that would be for me. What about you? Uh, I would point the Gospel of John. John mm-hmm. That's kind of a go-to in that. Because, again, you're just introducing to the person of Jesus, which is what the book is all about, yeah. uh, what the Bible is all about. Uh, and then James. James is a good is a great book for just for practical knowledge. Um, it's like, it, I've heard people say it's the wisdom book of the New Testament. Uh, and he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, yeah. uh, and and we ask, and we and we have this word, and that's how He answers. Uh, so uh, turn to turn to Scripture, but no matter what, mm-hmm. for all of our listeners, let me encourage you: faithfully trust in the Bible. We believe it to be more than a book; it is our life. Yeah. It is where we learn how to be faithful citizens. I feel like we need a part two. We, I think we'll probably follow up on a part two, really yeah. diving in a little bit more how we study that and everything. Yeah, but for how, now, yeah, uh, let, let, let's just we we just want you to know the word of God is the word of God, and it is our foundation and our source. Anything else, ma'am? I'm good. I hope uh, y'all have a great week, and uh, where if we can pray for you in any way, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for listening to Faithful Citizens. If you'd like to contact us, feel free to send us an email at faithfulcitizenspodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions about the show or would like to submit a question for our upcoming Q&A Ask Anything episode. Again, that's faithfulcitizenspodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Be sure to to subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to our most recent episode released every Monday so you can stay up to date on how to be a faithful citizen. No matter what, it's our prayer that Faithful Citizens is an encouragement and a resource that can help you, a citizen of God's kingdom, live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture.